Welcome to episode 13 of Jesse J's Pinball Podcast. I'm your co-host Ryan C and with me today... Hi, I'm Kate Martin, the American Jesse J. <laughs> um, Jesse Jesse J's been fired. She thought that she could fire me, um, but I have fired her, and I've replaced her with the the lovely Kate Munn. Um, give us the elevator pitch on on who you are. Your little introduction. I think everyone knows who you are, but you know, just in case, what's your what's your relevance in pinball? What's your claim to fame? Oh God, I claim nothing. Um, my claim to fame is that I'm the meanest person that you know to you. But other than that, no. Um, I I am the founder of the Women's International Pinball Tournament, which is the largest, was the soon to be again largest women's uh, match play tournament in the world. And I run a bunch of leagues and stuff in New York City. Cool. So. Um whipped which was formed was it three years ago was that what it was roughly it it ran twice it ran twice yeah so the first year there was 60 or so people 64 yeah the next year 128 i believe we doubled it yeah and this year if if pinberg magically ran what was it going to be uh one 164 i believe 160 ish is the number Math is a strong suit than mine. Yeah. It's quite impressive because um, considering kind of a thousand people were going to Pimberg and and the ratio of males males to females in in Pimball is is probably less than, you know, 16%. Um, It was kind of good that it was growing. I, as far as I know, the last two Pimbergs, uh, just about or just over 20% of the people that were playing were women. That's actually. amazing. Yeah. So what's the what's the future of Whipped looking like? Um, I mean, we don't really know what the future of Pinball is going to look like in general, yeah. uh, especially because it's, it's, it's mainly US-led and uh, things have kind of spiked up again. From coronavirus, so, you know, <laughs> not going to come back anytime soon here. Um. I don't know. I like my I have like a few ideas of obviously where to do something that large of a scale is hard. There have been a few places that have been thrown out, but like the place in Vegas, the museum, the Pinball Hall of Fame or whatever, like have you I don't have you been there? I assume if you have, the games play terribly. <laughs> I did. Uh, the only game that worked when I was there that actually worked the proper way was a pinball circus. <laughs> so not exactly uh, where you want to have a match. <laughs> is, is like with the guy, it was Tim Arnold. Is he, would he be open to that? Because every, every time I hear about him and even my interaction with him, when I went there, um, you know, not the most approachable guy because he's kind of been around in industry for so long. He's a little bit jaded by certain things. So I don't know. Is, is he a pinball person? Sorry. I just like, my dog just jumped onto my cup of tea. Um, I have no, I have no idea. I've never met him. I just know that, like, in order, like, the New York City Pinball Championship is like a very small scale tournament, and even that, with like every TD there is a tech of some sort, and there are other people there, like, kind of maintaining games. It takes them weeks to get like twenty or thirty machines ready for that size of a tournament. So to have something that's like eight straight hours of match play or a full weekend event or something like that. Like you just have to have so many machines and they have, they have to work. Like you can't just be like, whoops, that 
thing doesn't register, oh well, because when you're trying to give people $2,500, they they give a shit and they mm-hmm. complain a lot when things break. Yeah, it's all it's all up in the air. Hopefully, um, you know, because it was gaining traction, hopefully uh, next year. I don't know. No, no one wants to put dates on it, right? Because no one knows. I don't think so. My guess is that if things start getting better and if, like, Looney Tunes actually take the vaccine and don't think that they're get like, trackers put into their blood or anything like that, meanwhile, carrying cell phones in their pockets, uh, if <laughs> everything goes to fine, I think uh, Chicago Expo would be the first maybe even possible event. And even then, like, I don't know if I would want to go to a pinball event yet i mean depending how the world because is, of you know. because of the smell i mean i've gotten used to the smell over this many years <laughs> um but just because of the um assholery of a lot of people that like seem to be a large part of the pinball community <laughs> not the largest part but there are a lot of people that um you know don't respect the willingness of other people to want to live. <laughs> okay. <So. laughs> All right. Let's, it's dark let's... New York right now. Sorry. It's very depressing. <laughs> I am not the normal fun ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of night and day, like between where you are and I am at the moment. Cause we are, you know, 40 plus 45 days. I don't know. It's, it's kind of all back to normal. We can all travel. Uh, I mean, you guys can all travel as well, um, which is the fucked part, right? <laughs> like, three, three months ago or so, we were flipped. New York had like was at its lowest rates. Everything was doing great. It was like peak of summer here, so everyone was having a good time, and and it was fine. And you were like, "I can't leave my house. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a walk, but they're not. They're not. No one can know." <laughs> like, and now we've just swapped places. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um... It'll, it'll all get back to normal eventually, just on different uh, different timelines now. Um, my my workaround for Whipped was to do, like, re, like because Whipped originally was designed to be a mini Pinberg. So, seeding, qualifying finals. And, and I thought that there's a way to do it regionally and maybe just have 16 cities or 24 cities have an all-day seeding and all-day qualifying. And then each person that wins their qualifying event goes to wherever the final 16 final 24 final whatever it is other all day type event that's the only thing i can think of that keeps it going in a similar format um but then like it becomes i think it just becomes kind of a like a monster last day when you get everyone together and you know say wherever uh Kickback Cafe in Pittsburgh. Please support local businesses, by the way. Uh, Kickback Cafe run by Elizabeth Cromwell in Pittsburgh. Wonderful place. Lots of machines. They play really great. If that was where we would do the final, probably not. Uh, You get all these people in there. But if you're someone who had to, like, fight tooth and nail to get through, like, one of the really hard pinballs. Like, Portland, Seattle, Chicago all have just monstrously good players in mass. More so than I feel like a lot of other places. So, like... Someone who like battles through and gets through that, but maybe someone who's in like a small, I'm not going to name a city because then someone's going to get mad at me for implying their city is full of bad pinball players. But like if you're in some place and you win and you're just going to show up and get like 
you know, anyone playing against Carrie Wing has just a hard time in general. So it just it feels like it just might be skewed that way. But other, it's the best solution I can come up with for now. The entire time you were talking about that, I was I was thinking about Led Zeppelin because I'm looking at your face and Led Zeppelin's quite ugly. And um, no, I, that's a horrible segue. You're really mean to me, and I try and like one up you, but it just doesn't. Oh it just doesn't work. I'm so nice to you. I just I'm a bit sarcastic. <laughs> You're just mad because I told you all your girlfriends look the same. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> we are not talking about they, that on the podcast. And Jesse agrees with me. I showed her the screenshots of when I was like, "Tell me these are two different people," and you were like, "They totally are." And she was like, "Those are two different people." <laughs> oh god! All right. We're not talking about you this. You can cut this out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I have no time for editing. It's all staying in. Okay. Um, all right. So, Led Zeppelin. Good timing because we've been trying to organize a time for the last, like, week almost that we're both free where we can we can do this chat. And you're very busy because you're, like, got all this stuff to do, uh, including just, like, being locked inside your house. Um, watching TV with friends. Ryan is mad at me because I have a weekly standing date to watch Grey's Anatomy with two friends of mine, and it is a terrible show, but I've been watching it for 16 years, and I cannot stop now. I can't. I have a very Um, short window in between work meetings, and I'm like, okay, you ready to go now? I was like, oh, sorry, I messed up my times. I'm just watching TV with a friend. New Year's Eve vacation. You're like, I have to plan a trip for New Year's Eve. I have all these things to do. Like, shut up. (laughs) All right, um, Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Okay, um, the theme is fine. I enjoy Led Zeppelin. Of course the theme is fine. Like, well, I mean, okay, wait, there are are people that are, like, bitching about the theme. And and people that are, like, (sighs) there's, like, so many arguments I can make about this, but, like, at the end of it, uh, yeah, it's an old dad rock band, but it's a very good, very important, very... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, very appreciated across the board by lots of walks of life folk band. And they have a very long discography that was not properly utilized into the game. But they have like, you know, hours upon hours upon hours of music and iconic album covers and artwork and like symbolism and mythology. And none of that seems to be incorporated into the machine, but (laughs) as a choice, it was a good choice. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't think we need to really talk about if it's a good theme or not, because the people that are complaining about, ah, it's dad rock and you know, only only 50 year olds are into, you know, whatever. That's a boring conversation. And the thing that I want to talk about simply just to say, I know this is going to also become a very boring topic is that it just looks just when you look at it it is just so ugly like every model is just ugly to the eye whether you're looking at the pro the premium and the le repeated artwork um the bugs like the bugs bunny looking pro like you just look at it and the color palette kind of looks like bugs bunny and i that was that was my first thought and then i jump on a group chat and people talking about that and, and on facebook and you're like okay well everyone has the same kind of thoughts um i don't know steve ritchie's kind of cursed right the giant angel without a penis <laughs> like why heavily feature a giant naked man angel 
and then just be like, but no sex parts. <laughs> He's just a Ken doll. Like there are wait, ways. Wait, wait, wait a second. So it's it, so bad. It, so are you saying that you don't like the art because you want to you want to see a, a bulge of some sort give or give me dong or give me death? No, I just. <laughs> I just think like it's just I mean it's just it's it it's unpleasant to look at it's the uncanny valley of groin areas oh okay it's bad what so that picture so he's not wearing any clothes at all and he's just missing a dick just missing a dick is that off like an official album cover like are they just copying it's like there's um all I can think about, it's been posted like all over Facebook and all over wherever today. Every single time I see that picture of this like angel, this dickless angel, all I can think of is the line from Ghostbusters when they call Walter Peck dickless and the mayor goes, is this true? And he goes, yes, it is. This man has no dick. <laughs> like, it's just that I think about it just over and over again. It's hmm. He's got he's got nice abs though. He's even working out. So it seems as though Swan Song has a drawing of a naked cherub angel whatever situation. Yeah, I got Catholic school. I don't know the difference. Um, and then they were like, you know what this should be? Super personified and humanoid and very much a person, but. No dick. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the, the sculpt is good, so I guess someone could 3D print a dick and you could just super glue it on, right? You could, you could, choose, you could choose your size, like small, medium, or that is way too big. <laughs> Matt Benzik said that he can't wait to start printing dick mods for Led Zeppelin. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, it's, I mean, the th- like, the... The problem is, and I say this as someone who, like, I'm genuinely friends with most of the people that work at Stern, and I think that they are hand over fist the best manufacturer out there. And I, I say that I don't own a single Stern. I do own a spooky game. But, like, there is just a point where it's, like, I was talking to my my ex-boyfriend works at Stern. I'm sure anyone who's listening to this who knows who I am knows who that is. And I was talking to him today about it. How, how like, is Raymond Davison? Okay, I don't date blondes, first and foremost. <laughs> How is Tim Sexton going that you talked to today? I, I'm not Jesse. Stop trying to give me all of her bachelors. I don't want them. <laughs> you, you can name who it is. Don't, don't be shy. My, my ex-boyfriend, Gary Stern. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, whatever. It looks like Star Trek. It's just Star Trek again, and I just, like... Star Trek's a very good game. ACDC's a version of Star Trek that's also a very good game. Led Zeppelin, it's like, how many times are you going to take the same play field and give me rules like that are going to maybe save it? Like, it's just so... But that, I, I don't know. I mean, like, people love Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Um, I just want the rules to be a little bit better. Um, so that, that's, yeah. the thing, that's the thing that's kind of stopping me. I'm not outraged or anything, because I'm like, this could actually be, like, Steve Ritchie's best game. We don't, we don't know. Um, all, all we can look at now is that, you know, the first impression, and you just look at the ugly artwork, and you're like, bleh. Like, no one is buying this based off the artwork. People are buying this because they're like, I like Led Zeppelin, so I am going to give you money. So 
Tim Sexton, I think the entire pinball community can agree, his rules saved Black Knight. The artwork's cool, the music package is great, whatever, but like the playfield's a dud to, to me, in my opinion. I have no joy shooting Black Knight, especially those first couple code versions. I was like, okay, it's fine. It's it's fun. It's a it's a, when I learned it better, I was like, this is fine. I don't think it's great. I think it's better than Stranger Things, or I mean, a lot of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. Tim Sexton's at least new, so he's not running out of rule sets to make up. I guess we'll see if it saves the playfield or not. But yeah, I, I, I really do enjoy all of the new blood in in pinball, whether it be uh, Eric Minier, you know, Scott Denisi, Keith Elwin, uh, Tim Sexton. Um, I don't know. I've I've got Avengers, and uh, I unboxed it, and I just started shooting it without knowing any of the rules, and I'm just like. Who is this? Who is this Keith Elwin guy, and why? Why is this the like the greatest shooting game I've ever shot? It's just amazing um, the way it shoots. It's the Linus Mojo. It's because Linus is a uh, incorporated into the game by being a keychain, and therefore the game is just. It's a very good boy, just like my dog. <laughs> um, Avengers, no, Avengers is great, but I played five or six games without knowing pretty much a single rule, and just liked shooting it just fun to shoot and then as i picked the rules up all of a sudden i was like oh this is great <laughs> like i it's i would say it's easier for you to pick up on than jurassic park i think jurassic park's complex iron maiden's obviously super complex like but i think if you are a you i don't i don't think a casual player will walk up and put up 400 million points um i don't i don't think it matters that like i don't think casual players care as much about you know the millions and billions of points um i think that comes with the the kind of the nuance of the rules with you know portal locks and uh you know certain things you can stack but um it's it's easy to get into you know certain multiballs it's easy to to start modes you know everyone's going to start a mode by spinning a disc it's right up the middle and and you know the thing raises up everyone's going to shoot in there um if they've got a premium or the le um and everyone can hit the big fat ramps I don't know. It's just a it's just a win. Yeah. I kind of I kind of wish I had a pro and not an LE simply so I can put it on location other people can play it. Um cuz the co- the code isn't complete yet and the I think the last like like Jurassic Park when it came out, like certain things that happen from like 0.90 or whatever it is to, to you know 1.0 that really gives it that kind of that edge um and and makes a game good. And I think Avengers is still still missing that. There's still um, I don't want to write an email and be like one of those annoying pinball players and be like, "Hey Ray, can you like fix all of this?" Because they, they they probably are are already already doing it, but um, it doesn't it doesn't it feels very generic. I'm not sure if you've played Avengers with like the sounds cranked up like in a room where you you can just hear it. But part of that is that. Stern had a contract with Disney. I do not know the details of their contract with Disney, but I do know that part of it was like something along the lines of, I think you must do a Marvel property every year or something like that. But um, I think due to the like success of the movies and all the other stuff, I feel like they were just like, look, (laughs) we cannot afford to pay literally the top 10 highest paid actors in the world to come in and say super jackpot. So why don't you do comic book stuff? Because we're not getting <laughs> money. And I feel like 
and but that but like to me i think what makes avengers better than say guardians of the galaxy is that when i'm playing guardians of the galaxy i'm just like this is a line from the movie that i've seen a bunch of times and i can see this person's face and i hear not their voice saying the line and it's really it's like bad it's just surely surely you've played the the hacked kind of software version where they do use the real voices no i've not okay it it makes a big difference and and i've been wondering about this because um some guy did it for guardians it's amazing uh i've got walking dead which has um that that alternative femur on there amazing um it really changes the game um i didn't think it was going to make that much of a difference for jurassic park but it does um a couple of more voices in there still or you know it still maintains some original voices the graphics you know scenes from the movie um no one wants the whole you know ah, oh, it's a dvd player and you gotta you gotta buy a ten thousand dollar machine and just and you know be watching a dvd no but if you buy a Jurassic park machine it is nice to see it, it's just nice and 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 I, I agree like for Jurassic park it's one of those things where like there wasn't like a comic book that we could all at least associate these slightly different characters from what we know from the big screen. Like Jurassic Park, it's like, what do you think of? You think of Jeff Goldblum, you think of dinosaurs, and you think of kids hiding behind shaky knives in a kitchen. Like, you know, like there are very Samuel L. Jackson's arm coming out of a closet, like very specific Spoiler Jurassic alert. Park. He could live. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Jurassic Park was, I think Jurassic Park is a great game. And like, fortunately in New York, 90% of the pinball you play is location in a bar. Well, not anymore, but was. So you don't hear that much. I think the problem was that the, one of the voice actors that does a lot of the voiceover work on Jurassic Park just happens to be the voice of an African-American man. And then people were like, what, is this supposed to be Samuel Jackson? It sounds nothing like him. And I think that it wasn't. I think it was just supposed to be a voice actor. Yeah. And Well, that, that's that's he- kind of like, I, I, I feel like that's solved. You know, like, I, I, I don't care if Stern are struggling with a license and then someone fixes it. I fucking love that, you know? To flick the money, flick some money to the guy on PayPal for spending hours of his time to, to, to do it. Um, it can all kind of just be like under the table, whatever. It's happening. Um, it's amazing for everybody. Will My question is, will this potentially happen for Avengers? Because Jurassic Park was after the movie, so that makes sense. Avengers is not related to the movie at all. It has the same characters. doesn't follow the same um, storyline, really. Um, but you have, you have like a guy saying, I'm not sure if you've heard it, like, Oh, hi, I'm Iron Man. And my first reaction, because like a pinball, a pinball talks to you. I, I don't care like if people think I'm weird for talking back to the pinball machine. But when a pinball tells me I'm doing something good, I say thank you. When, when you know, like, like, the, like uh, on, on Attack from Mars, when the, I think after you play uh, Martian Multiball or something, I don't know, the chick's just like, you're amazing. I'm like, yeah, I am. I am amazing. And I don't care how, like, how weird people think I am for doing that. That's what happens to me. So when Iron Man's just like, hi, I'm Iron Man, my reaction is, no, you're fucking not. You're just some shitty voice actor. <laughs> I So there are still people that will play Deadpool and go like, this sounds nothing like Ryan Reynolds. And it's like, yeah, it's not. And I think that that's like, 
you know, Deadpool was kind of based off of this like video game thing. I don't, Deadpool is not my comic book walk of life. It does very little for me. Uh, but my, oh, my sweet mother every week, she goes, which email do I use to log into your Netflix again? Every time. Uh, so like for me, Deadpool is just like, it's fine. It's a really fun game. I think that in my opinion, George Gomez makes some of the most fun to shoot games uh, as long as you've got time to kill because you can play them forever. But like, I do. I love. I love Deadpool. I love Lord of the Rings. I love Batman '66. Like that's just who I am. But like Deadpool to me is fun, whether or not it has Ryan Reynolds in it, or whether or not it's a theme I even give a shit about. Yeah. But I, like, I don't think Avengers, anyone's. I don't think anyone's uh, editing editing that. And and I, I've played that video game, and and the voice work is is quite good, and he's a smartass and and everything. But the I don't know. Have you have you heard Avengers? Like it is so soulless, like in its its voice execution. I just when Avengers was like still being made and I like wasn't allowed to know about it, but I'm like, whatever. I know that in one <laughs> end, I watched Avengers Endgame like one and a half times, not counting the like four times that I had to watch the like final battle, like when, you know, the the snap is reversed spoiler for the biggest movie of a decade that no of a lifetime that you haven't seen yet but like when the snap is reversed and i just like i keith and i watched it like a ton of times and there's just a point where i even had to be like you don't like comic book movies that much i don't know why we've watched this three times in one weekend but i'm pretty sure i can guess (laughs) like but it's just like and i watched that and and my brain associates all those characters like i am a huge fan of those movies i love i love them like uh and i just when i hear the voices of like i'm natasha romanov the black widow i'm just like sure you are you can you can believe it if you believe it you can achieve it (laughs) yeah yes but like i think it is still like i mean i don't know i again like most of the pinball that i play is in bars here uh, although I will say that I never quite knew how annoying Fishtails audio was until I got my Fishtails and it had like restored to factory settings. And I'm like pretty new to all this stuff. And so I like didn't know that you had to go in to override like the minimum volume. So I'm just like in my apartment, completely exhausted by myself. And there's just like the as loud as I can possibly express to you, just banjos playing on a loop in my living room. Oh, and I was like I think I hate fishtails, and I've had it for two hours. <laughs> like it was so loud. I think I can't remember what um, Chris Granis said when when me and Marty interviewed him, but I'm pretty sure we asked him what his favorite sound package was, and he was just like fishtails. I'm like, <laughs> like don't say fishtails and don't say roadshow, please. Um, but yeah, that guy that guy's awesome. But it's it's um. I don't know. I, I don't know how much of it's going to change. I don't know if the, it's going to have to rely on a third party thing. Um, that's like a year from now conversation. And, and that's why I feel like I should have the pro because I love the game, but I I kind of like hate having incomplete things in my house that cost you know, $14,000 um, because I, I just like, just give it to me when it's complete and then I can judge it. Um, I, I know how awesome the game is and the potential, but if it doesn't reach that potential, 
I don't know. Anyway, you're, you're, it's it's different for you because you're playing my location. Um, is that, does that mean that you've played like Rick and Morty and you can't hear how fucking awesome the callouts are on that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna finish your last thought real quick. I will bring this up anytime anyone brings up like modding a game. So first of all, Walking Dead, atrocious, atrocious playfield. Like God, just one of the worst things ever. Layout or my, or that layout? Yeah, the layout yeah. is just horrendous. But I mean, you know, Lyman Sheets, like that. Those rules are just phenomenal. Like there, there is almost no better like glow up than the Walking Dead pinball machine. There is a Walking Dead somewhere in Pennsylvania, owned by a gentleman named Ed Zeltman, and he like modded it or whatever so that when you're playing, it plays Tool music, which is very fitting to like the uh, like haunted esque vibes of the Walking Dead. But when you tilt, it is a recording of Francesco LaRocca going, it fucking sucks, <laughs> which is just the best thing I've ever heard someone do to a pinball machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> now we can talk about Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay, Rick and Morty. So when when you like, I don't know, I was bashing Rick and Morty last time I recorded with Jess because I was kind of like so upset about a couple of little things. And I was just being a total hater. And a massive C word. Um, but, what word? yeah, I don't know what that word is. See, see you next Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, the game the game's amazing. Um, Callouts stick in my head. And, I don't know, when you lock a ball on Rick and Morty, uh, or, or, or Light Lock, he'll say things like, luck is lit, and so am I. Um, and it's just, cool. it, it's just cool. It just has, like... It just has this nice flavor to it. And then when you hear the Avengers say, luck is lit, you're just waiting for the, and so am I, or just something that's funny or get get you excited and there's nothing. Anyway, Rick and Morty, what are your thoughts on that? I So the only place where I have played Avengers is the same location where I played Rick and Morty. And all of the games at this particular location are set, like their pitch is just a little steep. Like they're all a little high. The it, I, I mean like make them hard but geez <laughs> these like uh i can't i feel like i can't really get any of the shots on rick and morty um and when i do i don't i don't find them satisfying i playing rick and i i don't care for the theme too much because i think that rick and morty is just family guy for incels but <laughs> i yeah i'll <laughs> take uh <laughs> but i yeah, this, the game didn't feel, it wasn't, like, fun to shoot for me. No, it's personally. it's not, yeah, it's not, um, I, I don't think Funky. anyone's claiming that. It's no, it's no Steve Ritchie. It's no Led Zeppelin. Let's, let's just say that. <laughs> um, but. I, is, is the song, the song remains the same featured on the new Led Zeppelin pin? And can someone just redo it so it's the play field remains the same and it's just the ultimate burn because <laughs> it's i'm just so tired of playing a different version of game of thrones every year dude <laughs> just... haven't you seen there's like a manga that raises above the play field and it reveals a spinner and it's an opto spinner and you can hit the ball and it spins around and then it'll gra- it'll grab the ball and then it goes under and then multi-ball starts and then it goes back up and the ball comes yeah i don't know it's, it sounds pretty cool to me I wonder, imagine if the magnet fails. I don't think there's a subway, a subway there. So 
if the magnet fails while it's down there, does the ball just disappear into the cabinet or is there something to, to stop it from falling off? I, uh, I don't know. I have... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on this game, except that it looks ugly. Because I, I just have a feeling I'm gonna enjoy playing this game way more than other games that I want to like more. I like. So I think I've played pretty much every new title that's available to play. I mean, I haven't played Raza, but you know. Um, but like, I especially even this past weekend, I played. Avengers, I played Hot Wheels, I played Guns, I played Turtles, I played Rick and Morty, and they're all, like, I think Avengers is the most satisfying to shoot. Um, Turtles, to me, I think is just kind of, I don't know, you you get this seven ball multi-ball, you hit the jackpots and you do whatever you do, and then all of a sudden you look up and you have six million points, and you're like... <laughs> great thanks thanks for this i had so much fun not being able to control anything on the black field for a while to have six million points or like their whatever their version of the tie fighters is with the pizzas and you hit the button it doesn't even make sense like at least in star wars you're blasting away tie fighters which like in my brain i can be like yes destroy the tie fighters this one is what i don't know hurl pizzas like ninja stars or something? aren't you aren't you eating pizza <laughs> Even as someone who can eat an entire pizza, like, 40 is a lot. I don't know. Seems excessive. <laughs> like, just uh, Turtles. And I, like, like my favorite movie of my childhood is the Ninja Turtles movie. Like, I can quote that movie probably beginning to end to you. Like, which one? It is. Which, which Turtles movie? Isn't there a 1990. Like, the live action Ninja Turtles movie. And with Oh, my God. It's so freaking great. It's just, like. It's it belongs in a museum with like it's with, just vin- such a- with vanilla ice. No, that's the second that's one. The second one, okay. I believe. So in the first one, the last song is an MC Hammer song about turtle power. Sing it's it, very Kate. important. I absolutely will not sing it to you. Yes, you will. But you, I said, will. you said you can quote the movie from start to end, so okay. fucking prove it. Uh, technically, that is the credit, so the movie had ended. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um. I'm trying to pull it up so I don't have to sing it to you. Um, but the the movie itself is, like, just super important to me. I loved it a lot. And, like, I will probably play the game as code updates come out. But it doesn't – I don't know. It was, like, Guns N' Roses was just, to me, another Jersey Jack game, I guess. What? It's, it's it was, just another Jersey Jack game. It's yeah, because I can play someone who's like, here are all the rules for this game and what you do, but if I just keep the ball alive a little longer, I'm winning. And that's the Wonka's the same way. I have at no point in my life learned the rules for Wonka except that one lock. But I have won half of the games I have played on Wonka against people who are like, you do this and then you get that, and then the chocolate bars and the gubs. And I'm like, great, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep flipping and see what happens. And I win half the time. And that to me is just at that point give me an em like it's the same logic mm. <laughs> it's yeah i mean I, I i agree to you with with wonka uh with hobbit is a bit of a flail fest uh dialed in i don't think so i think you need, need to know the rules and dialed in to have a a fighting chance gina I, don't, I haven't played it enough to know but it's 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 they need to get point i mean you have to give them some kind of credit for the presentation of that game and the experience of that versus 
Are you are you are you ready to sing oh. to me? <laughs> I'm not saying it to you. It's 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 just it's real bad. It's a real bad song, but hearing it, I'm like, I'm a kid and my brothers have probably like taken the remote and forced me to watch this movie, but they don't know that I actually like this movie and it's fine. Like <laughs> I think I still have it on VHS. Like I'm very, very into the turtles. Like it's, it's it was funny. A guy in a hockey mask beats up criminals. What's not to love? Ugh. Wait, who puts on what? Who puts on a hot, hot... Casey Jones? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Fuck yeah! Isn't mask. isn't Casey Jones a Vanilla Ice? No, I haven't watched it in a very long time. No, no Who's but the guy Casey with the cr- Jones. Here's the cricket bat. Who is the guy with the cricket bat? Yes, that's Casey Jones. Okay. He was hot. And then he mixes up all of his sports analogies. And it's it's because he's just a brute. He's not actually whatever. But I think in, like, Turtles lore, he's supposed to be, like, a guy who could have gone pro playing hockey. Uh, and then, like, just, something happens and he's like, I'm going to take it to the streets and I'm going to beat up the Foot Clan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Foot Clan. Um, one, two, three, Foot Combo. Um, talking, talking about... Pinball machines. This is an amazing segue. Um, you recently acquired a pinball machine called Stargazer, and you have you have one minute to tell me your acquisition story if you want to tell it, and then I will tell you my acquisition story, and then people will let us know who has the better story about how we found the Stargazer because they they're quite hard to find. They, uh, um, so I've wanted a Stargazer pretty much. Like, it was my goal for my 30th birthday. I just turned 30. Um, the Almost the same day that you just turned whatever weird age you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I also just turned 30. You look terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, I had been, like, posting online and posting on Pinside and, like, asking around uh if anyone knew of a stargazer for sale there were none there are none there are no one sells their stargazers um very long story short my father passed away and i had to go upstate for a while and on the way back i stopped at bruce nightingale's uh bar at the time the silver ball saloon he says he says uh, hi by the way hi bruce from the guy who Um, fixes all of your sterns he, 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 yeah, he was the stern whisperer because I, I got my stargazer and I was like, something's wrong. And then he was like, oh, I'm the stern whisperer. This is it. And I was like, ah, yes, there's the, whatever. It's fine. So they're all night, amazing games, a bunch of super, like, not rare, but like games you don't see often, especially not in New York City. And all I played pretty much the entire night was stargazer. Like that was all I wanted to play all night long. And what are you? Like, what hey. are you attracted to with Stargazer? Is it the the sounds, the artwork, the gameplay? Um, all of it. The artwork is just like it. It looks to me like what I could look like if I worked out and did a lot of like psychedelic <laughs> drugs. Uh, I do you understand like how many people I was like, should I? buy a bikini and a weird like rainbow shawl and dress my dog up like a crow and get a hula hoop and when stargazer shows up just take a photo dressed up as the stargazer lady and be that lunatic person that i absolutely am um i didn't i'm kind of sad i didn't but i just i don't know i love i i love uh any game that doesn't have an italian bottom like i really just like the the lack of the in lanes and just the simplicity of like this drop target likes this spinner at this value, rip this spinner, 
success, like stuff like that. Just, you know, roll over the two things to the rollovers within your flipper area. I don't know what you would call it. And those light either spinners and that like, it's just, uh, and it's so pretty and it makes all these, no I, I love it. But I've been asking people to sell me one to the point where like, I just kept posting that meme of Bernie Sanders where he's asking for money, but being like, I am here once again, asking for someone to sell me their stargazer <laughs> and like, no one would do it. And then Jessica DiNardo found one. And when she posted, I was like, I'm going to die. Like, like multiple of our mutual friends were like, don't let Kate know. She will drive down to Florida and steal this game from you. And her friend messaged me was like, I think I have a line on one. And we talked for like a month. And he like hooked, like linked me up with his friend that was like, I don't really want to sell it, but I don't know what, like literally across the country, Vancouver, Washington. And he sold me the game. I sent him money on PayPal. He shipped it. And I literally was just like, well, I either made a thousands of dollars mistake or I'm getting a stargazer and I got a stargazer. So okay. Pretty. My story. So how I found love with it. Um, Bruce and Ron have been talking about it forever on the slam tilt podcast. Um, there, there are none around. Um, when I went to Japan, I went to the silver ball museum. I can't remember what it's called in Osaka. Um, I, that it closes so early. It's like this all this cool place to hang out and play pinball, but it closes at like nine thirty. Um, I had like an hour and a half to play all the games that I could possibly want to play, and I sat on Stargazer for almost the entire time, and it was just sad. I just couldn't stop playing it, and it's like ah, I also haven't played like twenty of these other machines, and they're like you know they're very rare, cool games like Dominoes. Um, no, there's always heaps, <laughs> heaps of cool games there. Uh, I did play one game of Dominoes, and it was just not set up right, and it was like orbiting straight down the middle. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I, I kind of asked the Japanese guy. I was like, um, "Would you sell me Stargazer?" And he just like he couldn't speak any English, obviously. So I used my app and I wrote, um, "Will you sell me Stargazer?" And obviously, it wasn't translating properly. Um, so. I just then wrote, will you sell me? And then I pointed to Stargazer and he did like this really evil Japanese laugh. Like, oh no, no. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you even ask me that? Um, anyway, I, I, I checked with everyone in Australia who had one on Pinside. I was just like, hey, looks like you have a Stargazer. Sorry to be that like annoying guy. Would you want to sell it? If you did want to sell it, like, what would you want to sell it for? Just so I can get an idea, like, how, how much are these things selling for in Australia? Because there really is no, like, precedent to sales. Um, and people wouldn't even give give me a price. And I'm like, just give me a price. Like, like $5,000, $10,000? Like, I, I don't want to buy this thing if it's going to cost me $10,000. Um, anyway, so I, I went on this, like, forum, and this dude um, had a thread from, like, 12 years ago or something. And it was just like, hey, I just picked up a Stargazer for a couple hundred bucks and it's broken and then it's in, it's in this condition and all the links were broken so I couldn't see what condition it's in. Um, and the guy hadn't logged into the forum in like many years. But I just messaged him, I'm like, hey, like, how did you go with that Stargazer? Um, you know, did you fix it up? And, and you know, where's it at? And, and he like, he obviously had sent him an email and he like reactivated his account. And he emailed me back within 15 minutes like, oh, hey, um, no, it's actually like sitting up like like in its, its original condition from like ten years ago, and I haven't touched it. But you've like motivated me to do it, so I'm gonna start working on this weekend. I'm like ah, um, <laughs> but I kept on his case for a very long time, like almost a year, I feel. Um, and he never took it off the like the rafters in his warehouse because he was so busy. And I'm just like, listen, I haven't even seen pictures of this thing, but I will offer you X amount to buy it off you sight unseen. Um, you know take some photos and, and send it to me. 
and he did. Um, so I've had it for a while. It was absolute, absolute pieces. I'm like, I want this to be very beautiful. Um, I've got a new play field that took like over a year to come. I've done the cabinet. Um, all I need to do now is all the hard work of shifting everything across. And um, I don't even know if I have the time. I feel like I should just give it back to the restorer and be like, hey, you know that really expensive invoice you gave me for like the entire thing? Please go ahead and do it. So um, yours is working. You've been having fun with it. Mine is still in pieces. Yeah, mine, um, again, I probably don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to mess this up. As far as I can tell, uh, the memory on the game is corrupt because there's no battery or something. And so, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> texted my ex and I was like, um, can you go on the Marco website and then just send me the link to whatever I need to buy to make this work? And he just was like, here. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. but, like, I my... Everything else I have worked except TNA has been broken since July, and I finally figured out what's wrong with it. It's a switchboard, and like, again, like Matt Benzik has a TNA, and he's been helping me through many things that turned out not to be right. And then we've talked to like Scott Denisi again, not none of the things. And then finally he was like, "Oh, I wonder if the game's under warranty." And I'm like, "It still was when it first broke, <laughs> but it isn't now." <laughs> but um, yeah, so everything like Stargazer's good. I just have to like reset the high scores every time I turn it on or the displays are all gibberish. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like old games pretty much always require maintenance. Like I bought like, I've got, like, I've had a meteor for so long and never got it up to the condition that I wanted. And then, um, a, a high end restored meteor, like better than you, this thing is fucking insane came up and I just snapped it up. I'm like, I'll just sell my Meteor. Um, and it was working perfectly. And I got it home and within like a couple of hours, the displays are all like weird. And I'm just like, ah, God damn it. Like, <laughs> why can't things just work? Um, but, uh, Kate, your, your birthday, we, we share a birthday. We just figured that out this year. It's, it's actually yeah. one day off because of time differences. Well, we have our birthdays occur mostly at the same time because we live in different time zones. Exactly. Cause you are the 29th and I am the 28th of November. So yeah. I have the superior birthday because I share a birthday with such greats as John Stewart and Anna Nicole Smith, which if you put them together, basically who I am. So <laughs> that works out great. But I, do you know who Anna Nicole Smith is? Yeah. She's the, She's the chick who was um who was up on stage was like, uh, "Do you like my yeah. body?" <laughs> I wish people could see the little dance you did when you said that. <laughs> um, she's de- she's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. She actually might have died on November twenty eighth. Now that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> an ominous sign. So I, I, you know, I don't really want to go like I don't want to like play um any any podcast games, but. Um, we're talking about Stargazer, which is is literally like a game about star signs. Um, we're both Sagittarians. So I went on um, a reliable resource called um, Cosmopolitan, and I just looked up some stats on Sagittarians, and I just want to pass them by you and, and t- to see if, if you are a typical Sagittarian lady. So apparently Sagittarians are into pets, Horses and dogs, especially. Is this true, Kate? I 
Are you into dogs? Uh, I don't know. Are you into dogs? I'm not into dogs. I <laughs> don't put it like that. <laughs> I I am very in love with my dog. His name is Linus, and I wear his name on a ring on my ring finger, and he is the goodest boy in the whole world. And isn't, isn't, Linus, pup- isn't Linus like a, like a colloquial word for penis? No, your country is strange if it is. <laughs> your Linus, like touch touch my Linus. Surely, whatever. Moving on. I can't, um. <laughs> I can't believe you have children. Uh, <laughs> um, no, also my dog's birthday is November 25th. He's also a Sagittarius. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, are you into traveling? Were you going to be in Australia this year before coronavirus hit? I was going to be in Australia for like a whole month this year before coronavirus hit. So unfair. I was going to get to make fun of you in person. It would be great. Oh, we would fight so much in person. Um, are you into sports? <laughs> yes. Go Steelers. Lost the last two weeks. Very upsetting. But otherwise, still, you know, second best record in the NFL. Apparently, you are, apparently you're also into writing or they love to express themselves with hashtag no filter. I mean, I call you a C word all the time. Does that count? Yeah. I type it out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently, um, Sagittarians, especially females, are very much into flirting. Okay. <laughs> no, no comment, obviously. Um, typical Sagittarian personality traits. Um, you're very honest. True? Yeah. Honest, mean. Yeah. I don't know. You called me both today. Yeah. I'll take it in the middle. Honest and in brackets, t- tactless. Uh, adventurous. Uh, and in brackets, rebellious. Optimistic, and in brackets, naive. You're not optimistic? Not, I am the most pessimistic human being. <laughs> the first time I met my ex's family, like, the ne- when next time he talked to them, he was like, oh, like, isn't she great? And they were like, yeah. And his sister, who's a psychologist, was like, she seems very angry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I thought I was really nice. And he was like, yeah, you got a temper. I was like, oh, my God. Isn't that like everyone from New York, though? Like, they're just kind of a little bit angry. No, we're busy. Like, I'm sorry. We're just busy. There are things to do and there are people in our way and we just have to keep moving and we're busy. And I like recently went on a few dates with somebody who I like no longer feel like speaking to because he's kind of annoying. His name was Ryan, so I shouldn't have been surprised. Um, But he just moved to New York in April and he literally anytime he would talk about like the New York mentality or what New York City's really like, he would actually say, I'm walking here. And I was like, I swear to God, if you say that one more time, I'm going to hit you with a taxi. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, okay, so not optimistic. <laughs> okay, so that one strike. Uh, you're, you're independent um, and in brackets, unreliable. Uh, no, I'm very reliable. I'm I'm very independent because I don't like people being around me a lot because I work in socializing for a living. But like, I'm I'm the mom of my job, and I like herd cats. If you try running a pinball tournament when half of the people are stoned off their gourds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one in pinball does drugs. Okay, that's that's not a thing. My- in pinball uh my my pinball team in the new york city pinball league is named danger danger because everyone is just a little 
tilty. And there was just a period of time where everyone on the team was just like at halftime during matches would go out to this courtyard at the bar we played at and just like get so stoned that they would forget we were at a pinball match. <laughs> and I don't smoke because when I smoke, I get really hungry and then I take a nap. So like I, the reason I ended up becoming the captain of the team is because I'm the loudest person and I could get everyone into the same room at the same time, no matter where they were, just like staring at space or whatever. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I remember there was, a, there was a tournament held on match play and it was like a, a 420 tournament, but no one used their, their real name or they used like a, a stoner version of their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna go, but I was told that I wouldn't be eligible to actually win if I didn't smoke like one joint per round or something. <laughs> and I was like, I die. Like I was like, can I just drink? I can absolutely just drink. <laughs> okay. Um. Last last bit that I copied and pasted off the um. Cosmo website. Who gets on best with Sagittarius? At face value, everyone. The hot tip for hot sex for Sagittarius is Gemini. So if you're if you're dating people at the moment, just go straight for a, uh, a Gemini because a Gemi and a Saggy in the bedroom, apparently, according to Cosmo, can get pretty wild. Boundary pushing two, escapades. Two things. One, please never say Gemi and a Saggy again. <laughs> <laughs> Under any circumstances. Um, two, when is a Gemini? When I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about That's, star signs. I know nothing about. I know nothing about this stuff, like at all. When is a Gemini born? Um, May twenty to June twenty. Huh. I've never dated anyone oh, with their. There you go. Well, I mean that. I'm that's, that's just the hot sex tip. Like, there's there's more to relationships than um. Boundary push, pushing escapades. My best friend sells sex toys for a living. I don't really give a shit anymore when someone's birthday is. Alright, let's 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 move on from this because we, we're heading down dangerous territory. Well we got we gotta wrap it up I would, because I got I got shit I to do. Yep, you got shit to do. Can we just, qu- just can we quickly touch on the, the fact that your leg is completely fucked and you cannot work for how long? Um, as of now, I have, I'm in physical therapy. I have a surgical, like, follow-up. Uh, I was supposed to get surgery, then they don't want to do the surgery. They're just going to do the physical therapy first. I was supposed to only be out of work for two weeks. Now it looks like it's going to be until they're going to reassess uh, January 4th. And then, I don't know, could be up to six months. Hopefully it's only another couple more weeks. And are you, so, you're unable to work at the moment? I am unable to walk up and down my own stairs, and I live on a second floor. So my lovely downstairs neighbor tonight, I can walk normally. I can't do anything downhill. So, like, I can go to the store and back because it's only up and down one avenue. I can walk down to, like, where things are over here, but, like, no more than 15 minutes twice a day. Uh, so I went to, like, pick up my laundry and then, like, my downstairs neighbor and I are very good friends and I just knocked in his door and I was like, can you just carry this up the flight of stairs? And then I can walk up the stairs behind you and then that's it. I can do the rest. And he was like, okay. I can't believe you were giving me shit about whatever age I am. And you, you can't even, you need fucking help. You're already a, a fucking geriatric. Um, 
just I'm too youthful is the problem. I'm too youthful for this body. I'm it's like putting a, a god spirit in a normal human. It just destroys didn't you watch Doctor Who? Doctor goes into Donna and Donna starts to have like her brain starts to melt because he's too much. I don't I don't schedule um T V watching dates with, with people. Um I like go out and, and do stuff, Kate. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Um, My, how, how, sorry, sir, but for 15 years, I have worked behind a bar. I have to talk to people and pretend I care what they're saying for work. I get no reprieve while I am at work. From is this, this why you're so, so mean to me? Because you can't be mean to your customers. They give you tips, but I have like, I'm not going to give you any money. So you just the meanest person ever. I am wonderful to you. And I am also, uh, I'm, I'm. I work in a small dive bar. It is like a very communal, very familial situation. Like until the pandemic, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, I cook a potluck dinner with people and we have like a family and it's really great. I am very nice to those people. I am very not nice to people who don't know how to treat people that work in a bar. Like, mm. how do you, I, mm. give, me, okay, give me, give me a quick, how do you, what, what's a, a bad, cause I mean, we, I'm from Australia, so we, we don't tip people generally because they they get paid like a decent wage you get you guys get paid kind of nothing so you survive on tips so what's if i'm traveling to the u.s in 2025 when all this shit gets sorted out what do, what do i do i walk into your bar i ask for a drink i'm like i would like a gin and tonic sir well i mean the sir would be a pretty rough start between the two of us but um couple rules couple rules if you just want to be liked by your bartender um Tip, a dollar a drink is perfectly acceptable. If you order a fancy cocktail that takes some time, $2 is nice. That's the American way. There have been endless and endless hospitality studies that prove that you receive the best service in the world in America and then Japan. Um, Because when your income is tip reliant, you're more likely to give people a better experience. That being said, just being, if you just treat the person behind the bar like a human being, they will probably be nice to you. Probably don't try to ask your bartender out on a date. Most of the time they're being nice to you because they're just there. It's not, you, you are not the sun. <laughs> um, but they're like, this is my go-to story and this is the Cliff Notes version. Uh, I cut off these three very drunk girls at the bar because they kept stealing people's drinks. Uh, one of them threw a full pint glass of Guinness at my head missed me and shattered a bunch of liquor bottles behind me. But because we have red lighting over the bar and because of the color of Guinness, all the beer that had landed on my head and shirt looked like blood and that she had cracked my head open. So she tried to run out of the bar and like my, my pinball best friend, Stephen Flynn, winner of D division two pinbergs ago. Congratulations, bud. Uh, instinctually jumped in front of her so she couldn't like leave the bar because he thought she had just cracked my head open and like blocked her from running out and she like flipped onto a table but then got up and ran out and I was like it was four in the morning like the bar was closed and I just screamed like just lock the fucking door so she can't come back in they locked the door and I watched her punch the door and I watched her hand break and I was like well that was a crazy experience a year to the day later she's back in the bar and she tried to apologize to me and I was like no like you could have blinded me or killed me. Your apology is not accepted. And she started screaming at me and telling me I was a piece of trash and I was just a bartender at a bar 
at two in the morning that is just full of bartenders, which seems like a mistake. And she wouldn't leave. So I just took a full bottle of orange juice and dumped it on her head. And then she called the cops on me for assault. And the cops were like, wait, is this the girl that threw the glass at your head a year ago? And I was like, yeah. And they told her like, you can press charges, but then you will go to jail for a very long time. Are you sure you want to do that? And she's never been seen again. Wow. So, you know. Yeah, cool. cops love bartenders. Also, they always have our side. So don't cool. fuck up in a bar. How do I how do I support you, Kate? If I um if I was a person listening to this podcast, is there like perhaps a GoFundMe or something where I can be like, ah, oh, I like Kate and I want to give her some money so she's not like poor and on the street turning turning tricks. I'm so bad at asking for stuff. I'm fine. It's okay. Just I don't know. <laughs> Get my dog a job at Stern or something. <laughs> There is, there is, um, there is. I, I think I saw it the other day. Um, there's a, there's a GoFundMe somewhere. How, how do, how do you search for it? Don't we won't link it or something. But if someone wants to search for it, go through the effort. Um, I think I posted a picture. My my coworker's fiance, who I've known since I was a kid, drew a picture of me and like even matched all of my tattoos. It's very good. But he also drew my dog on the flyer and it's like the best drawing of my dog I've ever seen. Sorry, Zombietti. Um, it's so good. Uh, I posted a picture of it on like Instagram and Facebook. It's there, but really like, no, everyone's having a hard time. No one has to, I'm, I'm okay. I can, I have a freezer full of meat and I will survive the winter. <laughs> Everything is, I'm not like living off rations. It's going to be okay. I have a stargate. All right. Now. <laughs> you're, you're too, you're too nice to ask for it. Okay. So if you go to Google and you type in Kate Martin, that's K-A-I-T-E Martin, go fund me. Um, it'll come up. Buttermilk, bar staff, go fund me. Um, if you want to uh, raise some money for her. You can, but this is not why she's on the show. I didn't ask her to come on the show because of that. So, anyway. I hate you so much. <laughs> <Don't wait. laughs> Actually, this is not it. This I is the case. This wait. I know this is not how you get there. This, this is like an uh, someone for like someone that broke their arm. This is like you raising money for someone else. Oh yeah. Well, so this is the problem. Uh, apparently, my staff is cursed. I've. I've done a GoFundMe for pretty much every single person that works at the bar at some point because we've all gotten like injuries. <laughs> um, you don't. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay, everything's fine. Okay. She doesn't need your money. She 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 has access to um, all the pinball machines she would ever want. I don't need anything anymore. I have a stargazer and a dog that I am not into. By the way, <laughs> to clarify again, I'm not into my dog. I'm pretty sure Linus means penis. I'm just gonna look it up. I just typed in Linus penis, and that, that is the wrong thing to Google. There's a lot of dicks up on my screen at the moment. I, th- I think you're just free associating with the fact that my dog has a very large penis for oh, his tiny tiny. We don't. We are I, not talking about this. It's a running joke in my group of friends because my dog's a runt, but apparently his dick didn't get rented. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so like, oh, come on, look at this. I'm it's not. I'm, huge. I'm not looking at your dog's dick. Holy shit. Okay. Like on that note, thank you very much for joining the podcast. Um, I'm not <laughs> editing any of this. It's just going to go up totally raw. And uh, yeah, we'll t- we'll talk <laughs> to you soon. Like my dog's dick. What did, what did you just say? I said raw like my dog's dick. Oh, and I just, just please hang up. <laughs> Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to Jesse J's Pinball Adventure. <laughs> <laughs>